Welcome to the conversation at airsafe.com. I'm your host, Dr. Todd Curtis. On April 4th, 2015, I had a conversation with Rudy Maxa, the host of Rudy Maxa's World, a syndicated radio broadcast. We discussed the latest revelations of the German wings crash from March 2015. Among them was the data from the second black box, the flight data recorder, and also a review of FAA regulations and guidance regarding pilot medical conditions. A review that revealed that pilots with a history of suicide or depression are actually allowed the right to fly. Well, this week's top story continued to be the crash of the German Wings plane in France. And I've got to tell you, I don't think I've ever seen details of a commercial crash come out so quickly. There were new important details about the crash. It's breaking news almost every day this week. You're probably familiar with some of the details. There was the discovery of the second so-called black box. The revelations that the pilot thought the, the pilot uh, at the controls at the end had suffered from severe depression and exhibited suicide, suicidal tendencies during his flight training in 2008. Then came the news that the co-pilot had recently scoured the internet for articles on suicide as well as airplane cockpit security. That according to a laptop of his that German investigators discovered at his home. Then yesterday, Friday, it was revealed the co-pilot had not only put the plane onto an autoglide and to crash into the mountainside, he actually increased the speed of the aircraft. Dr. Todd Curtis curates the AirSafe.com website. He's a former Boeing safety engineer who worked on the 777. Uh, Todd, welcome back to the show. Nice to have you here. Oh, thanks for having me again. Well, it seems that investigators had results from those second black box nearly overnight. Isn't that unusual that the public should hear about it so quickly? It is unusual. Typically, it takes several days before even a, an outline of the black box information comes out. But given the unprecedented level of attention this is uh, generated both in Europe and around the world, it's not surprising that in order to, in some way, allay the fears of the traveling public, that this may be one of the considerations of getting the information out early. Sure, because the plane went down during what is considered the safest part of a flight when it's just a cruising altitude. Uh, but even even the discovery of that recording of the captain pounding on the door, the other pilot pounding on the door trying to get in, that came out <laughs> much faster than I, as a member of the press or the public, would expect. And I presume it surprised you to be that quick. It did surprise me, and I believe that particular release was not official because it didn't come out of the uh, French authorities like the uh, uh, flight data recorder data did. That's true. It was a leak, and then they had to sort of, they basically confirmed it. Now, French prosecutors say that the second black box was just found late this week revealed the co-pilot was conscious up to the moment of impact, because apparently he canceled the klaxon that warns of a possible collision with the Earth or anything else for that matter. Is there any doubt in your mind that the narrative that we have so far is, ac is, 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 is accurate, or isn't accurate, I should say? It's no doubt in my mind this was a deliberate action on the part of a co-pilot. It's also it's overwhelming evidence that there is no external or internal issues with the airplane that would necessitate such a rapid descent from crews. The weather was not an issue. There were no major system issues with the aircraft. And obviously the uh, captain was locked out deliberately. And there was no reason for that because as far as we know, there was absolutely no indication that the captain was ill uh, uh, acting out of turn or otherwise a threat. It was the first officer who was the only threat to that aircraft. You posted uh, on airsafe.com just this morning. I just received it in my email this morning. Uh, you posited the, the, the question, are pilots who have had psychiatric or psychological problems permitted to fly? And your answer was what? Yes, they are. And I base that strictly on the regulations and the guidance given by the FAA. Now, the FAA guidance is important because, as uh, your audience may recall, 
during the early training phase of this uh, uh, alleged uh, pilot who allegedly crashed the aircraft, he trained in Arizona with the Lufthansa training operation that they have out there, which means he had to fly under FAA regulations, including the fact that he has to be cleared by an FAA medical examiner in order to fly. Looking at the examiner guidance and looking at the regulations, it's clear that a pilot A should self-disclose if he or she had psychiatric issues, suicide attempts, depression, but it's not automatically uh, something that will keep you from the cockpit. You would have to admit it. The medical examiner would have to look over the records. It may be bumped up to the FAA level for approval, but there's nothing that says if you have depression or suicide attempts in your background that you cannot fly. Real short answer, if you don't mind. Do you think some of these rules will change over the next several months? I absolutely think it will. If nothing else, there will be more scrutiny placed on the mental capacity, mental state of pilots. All right. Dr. Todd Curtis uh, curates the airsafe.com website. If you go there, you'll see his piece today about uh, uh, pilots and what's going on in their emotional life. Dr. Curtis, thanks for joining me. Well, thanks again for having me. For more information on airline safety and security, please visit airsafe.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.